0: Uh, hey, Carl, I yes. don't know if I told you this yet, but uh, I'm working on a book. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's about reverse psychology. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So oh, don't buy it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everybody's going to love it. Jesus Christ. That fucking thing sucks. Start to creep off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a joke today, Vinny. I'm going to tell you a joke in a little bit.
0: Creepos, it's another edition of The Creep-Off. I believe this makes this episode 19. Sweet. We made it 19 episodes? Yeah, man. Can you believe that we have stuffed so much absolute scum into 19 episodes? I can, because I learned from doing the
1: show, there's a lot of terrible fucking people out there. There's a lot of people that aren't the best. A lot more people than I would have expected. I didn't realize that the scum parade was going to be like fresh that week. Scums every single week, dude. That's the point. It's amazing.
0: I want to beat every other true crime podcast. I want to be your like first source for awful stuff. I
1: think we've already accomplished that. Obviously, we're the best true crime podcast
0: on the internet. There, I said it. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> Where's that USA bullhorn? Oh, Where's we- the drops, hot c- 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 Carla? Well, I was waiting to see what
1: the um the voting was. It seems like we got a lot of votes because we're off a day. We had right. an extra day for people to vote. I'm yeah. guessing they were they came to the website to see if the new episode was up and then decided to vote. Because was there some movement at the last minute? What's going on there? Was there was some movement
0: at the last minute. And yeah. that movement was me calling a bunch of friends who didn't vote yet. What? And making sure that they voted. Shut the fuck up. Oh no, dude.
1: Are you fucking kidding me right now?
0: 78 to 76. I'm a heel, baby.
2: Whoa. Man, this is a huge deal
0: that's going down. This is a huge deal
1: this an hour ago two hours ago i was up by one vote and i'm like let's get this thing fucking started right now let's go let's go let's go and i
0: won by two
1: that's bullshit that's <laughs> fucking cheating
0: how is it cheating
1: because you called people and told them to vote that's i said it
0: what- i sent a text and said hey make sure you vote in the creep up this week <laughs> all right I'm gonna start i need doing it that. do it go ahead it's all a right. contest you got to get the votes i mean you think joe biden's family's votes don't count all right all right fair enough so you got your uh,
1: in-laws to vote for even though they've never listened to the show? That's
0: from fucking Alabama. They don't even have a computer. I know. This is what I'm talking about. She has a Chromebook or something <laughs> stupid. I don't know. All right. So this is uh, going to be great. The score now in this contest in round in round three, it is Carl up two. Vinny has one. Uh, yeah, you, you're coming
1: back a little bit. Damn it. I you know. Honestly, it's why it took me so long to hit the asshole thing. I thought for sure I won this week. I'm so pissed because I was getting my ass kicked early voting. So I know early I didn't even voting, look at it until it was,
0: this afternoon either. And I was
1: like, what the fuck? Early voting. I think you had like 85% of the vote. And I'm like, all right, well, I didn't have my best week. But then I looked at it I'm like, shit, I came back and won. Fuck, no, this has of a coaster
0: ride of emotion for me. I love it. I'm so happy right now. Uh, big old smiles. Big ol' smiles. Oh, uh, you suck. On Cousin Vinny's face. Now, Geez, uh, Louise. now uh, we also did a second vote this week. We asked you, the listeners, you bunch of creeps, what you wanted us to cover for our theme this week our uh, our options were creepiest world leader creepiest baseball player not named lenny dykstra yep. and uh creepiest cultural appropriation not rachel dolezal and uh you came through you voted on twitter creepiest cultural appropriation
1: i was surprised by that vote
0: speaking ball. of cultural <laughs> appropriation here we go World's greatest black entertainer. There he is, everybody. <laughs> the He's the king of rock and roll. Truck Berry was the prince. He is the original <laughs> culture appropriation. There it is, baby. So today's today's creeps are all going to be people who are pretending to be something that they are not. Right.
1: Which I don't even know. Is this like a new term? How long has this been around that you could even
0: appropriate a culture? Well, Elvis's first album was in the 50s. <laughs> Fair so i okay. go with that. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, but it w- it wasn't necessarily something that is thought about as much as it's thought about in today's culture. So. No,
1: I did some research. People get pissed.
2: People <laughs> yeah, get really pissed yeah, off a little bit,
0: a little bit. Who knew? So, I mean, there aren't a lot of people who make the news with this either that are like that creepy. And it was really hard to find somebody who really, really deserved their spot in this week's creep off. So I'm gonna need you to ring that bell and let's get this some bitch started. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, my creep, he was born in 1967. Okay. His name is Ned Arnell Holness. Now, that name may ring a bell to some, but his, to his parents were Roberto Holness, a German man, and his wife, Magdalena, who is a Honduran. Okay. He was born in San Pedro Sula in Honduras. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was one of 18 children. Whoa. Now, although Ned was born in Honduras. That's a lot of Germans.
2: (laughs) You know, a lot of German children. I need to point out here
0: something very interesting. It's very kind of suspicious that there's just a German dude hanging around Honduras. Mm. Yeah, Argentina, Honduras. Yeah, you do have to be wary of those folks. Even though he was born in Honduras, he was legally sent to America and was raised in East Los Angeles in California by uh, close relatives. He studied at Garfield High School. Mm-hmm. And after graduation, he enrolled at Sta- California State University where he studied electrical engineering.
1: Oh, he sounds like a uh, success story. He, oh, he is American definitely a success, success story, story. Because in 2019- Immigrant comes over, makes something of himself. Now That's awesome. In,
0: in 2019, I will point out that Ned's net worth- Yeah. 20 million. Are you serious? 20 million.
1: As an electrical engineer, that's pretty impressive. No,
0: no, Carl. <laughs> oh, okay. His career path drifted around uh, around the mid-80s and uh, he decided that he was going to get on the path that would eventually make him very rich and famous. In the 80s, Ned decided he wanted to get into stand-up comedy. Okay. Now, apparently Ned was pretty good. Oh, I know who this is. He was pretty good. This is, uh, who's the magician
1: who was on Night Court? Harry? Uh... Harry Anderson, that's Harry, correct. Is it Harry Anderson? He was is... a Honduran electrician. Is, this, is that who this is? <laughs> no, it is not. Because Night Court was a funny show. It was I'm, a good funny for show. Him. I'm glad he's worth $20 million. That's great. Well, he's Actually, dead. I think Harry Anderson's dead. Yes, it's he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh,
0: Ned was pretty good at comedy. And uh, after having the conversation with the legendary Mitzi Shore, the owner of the uh, comedy store in LA, God rest her soul, uh, maybe not so much. She did bring Polly into the world. Yeah, right. But uh, Mitzi Shore suggested, you know, Ned, you might want to play up the Latino thing a little bit mo- a little bit more, and maybe you should change your name to Carlos Mencia. Oh your mother's maiden name. <laughs> and just a random Mexican name. We'll go with Carlos.
1: Carlos Mencia's not Mexican? Carlos what? Mencia
0: <laughs> is not Mexican. <laughs> Did anyone know that? Yes, wow. people knew that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I care. But I have a lot of beef with this guy. He has uh, made a mockery of my chosen field, Carl. Yes, he has. And uh, it was a clear-cut money grab when he changed his name. Mitzi wanted to sell more uh, tickets to Mexican people, and she flat-out said it. She's been asked. That it's like a fact. Everybody knows this. His success in clubs after he changed his name led to a career in television, that 20 years later will make any comic jealous. Can you believe this beaner has his own television show, man? Well, here's a clip from uh, his stand-up of him pretending to be Mexican.
1: I'm gonna say, now that you know he's not Mexican, I think everybody knew that.
0: Yeah. How defensive
1: is the way he talks?
0: It's ridiculous. People that live in border towns to the United States and Mexico, places like Mexicali, Tijuana, Nogales, Matamoros. (laughs) If you had one wish, what would it be? You know what these fuckers actually said? We wish we were in America. Some white friend of mine went, see, dude, what about the people in Mexico that need help? Oh, yeah, yeah. I call those people my lazy family that didn't want to come on the trip. What trip? And see, look at all the beaners are laughing because we know those fucking people. (laughs) They're the ones that call us up all the time. Send us shoes, send us shirts. (laughs) Carlos, do you ever help them? Yes. Every fucking year I send them a map. You know what's funny about that?
1: What? And maybe you were going to point this out. When he's doing the voice of the white person, it sounds much more natural than when he's doing like what is supposedly his own voice.
0: That is correct, Carl. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> That's, I mean, now that you know that, it's kind of shocking. Like He's not from Mexico. He didn't make the trip over the Rio Grande, Carl. He didn't right. do that. He was in an airplane and went and lived with family in LA and went to college. And Holy he's Carlos shit. Mencia, the Mexican. So here's the interesting thing. The thing that I find the most fascinating about his career and why Hollywood is just flat garbage, (laughs) Comedy Central had a show, the Dave Chappelle show, a man who thought out what he was talking about. He pointed a lens at race relations, not so much to be racist, but to just point the lens at the thoughts that go through people's heads that tend to be racial. Okay, And he did it masterfully. It was groundbreaking. It's a groundbreaking show. It was a groundbreaking show. And then- he decided to go being more in touch with his heritage and he moved to Africa. Yes. And went cra- a little crazy.
1: Well, when you get offered uh, tens of millions of dollars to do what you've always wanted to do and what you love, of course you're going to freak out and run away as far away as possible. Well, that's the exact right reaction. A to lot that. of people
0: have different feelings as to why he did it.
1: Yeah. Takashi 69 has a question for uh, Dave
0: Chappelle. Are you come super dumb? What a stupid idea. <laughs> it worked. Mike no, it, it
1: was a huge show. It was
0: not, Carl. What? It had one season. Now here's the thing. Is that true? It had three seasons, was- but okay. it only had one season where it was successful. And when it was successful, the one year it was the second highest rated program behind South Park. Okay. On Comedy Central. That, that's pretty big, then. Which will hilariously feature Ned later, and we'll get to that in a few minutes. Okay. Uh, but Minda C was produced by Ned Los I don't know if you know that. That was the name of Carlos's production company. That's hilarious. Los Ned, Nedlos, <laughs> the Ned. Yep. So yeah, he just a, a nod to his real name, Nedlos Productions. Which, by the way, if you Google them, out of business. <laughs> Completely <laughs> no, out of no business. <laughs>
1: That, uh, that does not surprise me at all.
0: So this show went on the air in 2005 and stayed on the air till like early 2008. But in 2007, the walls started to crumble because a great hero, a man by the name of Joe Rogan, released a video, released a video of Carlos being called out by him and other comics at the Comedy Store. Uh, here is just a little clip where good old Joe Rogan points out that dude you're not even a mexican
1: <laughs> but you know what no, you guys you're not even me. mexican why don't you tell the truth about you being half german uh-huh. does anybody uh-huh. know uh-huh. You know his name you know his real name is uh-huh. men Thomas? is that my it's real name carlos mencia that's yeah. a fake name really yeah. right. yeah. you yeah. might have went yeah. to the fucking dmv and paid to have yeah. that shit change you're not
0: so he's trying to show him a card that says Carlos Mencia on it, which isn't really going to get you very far. Your name is Ned Holmes, dude. Yeah. Just fucking admit it. And he got called out. And the worst part about this video is it's not so much the fact that he stole a culture and single-handedly brought back the term beaner to American society. Nobody used that term until fucking Mencia brought it out of retirement. True. He didn't fi- his show was mindlessly racist. <laughs> it Everything was so about, stupid. It was so bad. I hated it. that show. It was so unfunny. Nothing was the, about thinking about like how race affects people. There was no thought behind it. No. It was just, here's a beater joke. Here we go. <laughs> like And by the way, folks, if you're offended at me saying that, then you should be offended at Carlos for doing the same voice because yeah, he you talk more Mexican like me as Carlos Mencia. Is. Yes. Louis CK is more Mexican than Carlos That's Mencia true. is. Yes, yeah. it is true. Yeah. Yes, it is true. Also more rapey. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Way a few more things rapey. going for him. Way more rapey. Can now, I point out that, yeah.
1: and maybe you're getting to this. I don't want to steal your thought. Sure, sure. But the reason why he got called
0: out by Joe Rogan is, is because he was stealing jokes, so he didn't just steal the
1: culture. Now,
0: not only did he steal jokes, he stole jokes from a lot of people. Yes. In one of his comedy specials that he released, he did parts of Bill Cosby himself. (laughs) Who's going to figure that out? Nobody will (laughs) He did the joke about, you know, the kid winning the Super Bowl after his dad took care of him for all those years, took him to Little League, did all this stuff, and the kid takes his helmet off and says, thank you, Mom. Yeah. He does the exact same joke, exact same punchline, and acts like, it's, it's nothing. Yes, Carlos steals. Carlos admitted that he fucking stole jokes. And that's not the point. The point is he stole a culture, Carl, to make the money. He had no problem doing this. Yeah. No problem at all. He stole George Lopez's jokes. In fact, George Lopez claims to have pun- punched him in the face in a Howard Stern interview in 2006. I remember that. Yeah. So Carlos has been a scumbag. He's hated by his peers. And I'm going to even show you one other picture, Carl. I used to
1: follow this when it was going down. And the thing that was shocking to me, because I always thought, well, he's not a funny person. He doesn't have a funny thought in his head. So he has to steal people's jokes in order to put together a routine. But what Joe Rogan pointed out was that Carlos Mencia would specifically steal jokes of comics who were going to go on after him. So he'd be at the store and there's
0: seven comics. That That's are go. about as cunty of a move yeah, he that would, I Yeah, like, he would like of.
1: literally steal their thunder so that they couldn't even do their own act. Like he was, he was, um, I don't know why he was doing that. He was undercutting fellow comedians and being aggressive with his stealing of jokes. He's such a douchebag.
0: Now, uh, I'd like to play for you uh, Carlos's Return. To comedy central in 2009 in the mo- one of the greatest episodes of south park ever
1: okay yes.
0: do you remember the fish dicks episode <laughs> with kanye west i love it well here's where Con- here's where uh, carlos makes his appearance again carl enjoy
1: come on man what is this man what the fuck is going on man oh fuck man kanye west oh shit man okay look it wasn't me i didn't really start the fish dick thing all right you're just saying that now because you're scared. No, man, it's true. I stole it, man. I took credit for it because I'm not actually funny. Come on, man. Do you know what it's like <laughs> being a comedian but not being funny? Come on, Kanye. I just take jokes and repackage them with a Mexican accent,
0: man. That pretty much sums up Carlos's entire career. Yes. That's all he's done is put things in a bag a through a, quote, Mexican lens, even though He's a German Honduran. Now, I would also like to present, and you will be able to see this on the Creep Off website when you go to vote. Is this
1: still going on? What the
0: fuck? This is the the time when I was in a photograph with Carlos Mencia, and I would like to show you my face as this photo was taken, Carl. Here you go. I'm going to put it right up to my screen. All right. This is my reaction to meeting Carlos Mencia in person. in this photo. I was so like, what the fuck am I around this man for?
1: That's a young Vinnie Paulino right there. You must have been what fifteen pounds lighter? Ten.
0: Easy, <laughs> easy fifty. <laughs> but yeah. So that's gonna be our picture this week for him. You should go to the creep off website when uh, you vote funny. when you vote for the phony Mexican.
1: Can I please
0: go now, Vinny? You done hogging Carlos everything? Carlos Bencia is a creep. He Carlos made Mencia. all the money off of pretending to be Mexican.
1: Carlos Mencia is hateable, but not as hateable as my creep this week. My creep this week is a man you know. His name is Jar Jar Banks. Now, there's no evidence that Jar Jar was born in Jamaica. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's not Jar Jar.
0: He was born on Alderaan. My
1: creep is Ariana Grande. Oh, Ariana Grande. Now, this is from Seventeen Magazine is where I I found this information. Ever since she started promoting her upcoming album, Thank You, Next, she's been getting a lot of pushback from fans who claim she's appropriating Japanese culture. They are mostly citing her using Japanese characters in multiple ways to promote her song Seven Rings and selling merch that features Japanese phrases on it, among other things. I don't know if you've seen this. But she's got, you know, like the little Japanese toys in the video and she's got the Japanese characters all over the place. And she's even got her eyes, she's even got the makeup on her eyes to make it
0: look like they're a little bit less round, if you know what I mean. I have not heard any of this. Alright, so Because I'm not super familiar with Ariana Grande. So
1: this is the best part. I
0: feel like I would much rather have watched Ariana Grande videos than Carlos Spencia videos this week. Alright. Yeah, I think I picked the right creep. I'll you just tell watch you, it on mute.
1: This is the first time I jerked off to my creep. So you're right. I did do a better job of picking Me one this too. week. The <laughs> so, the uh, the issue came to a head when Ariana showed off her new tattoo, which is supposed to read seven rings in Japanese. Unfortunately, she didn't get the correct characters, and the tattoo actually translated to barbecue grill. Uh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it's like that English thing that we always make I, I thought of.
0: it was like seven buttholes. <laughs> Just, that'd be great.
1: So, she got a tattoo that reads barbecue grill. It's supposed to be seven rings. When she went to fix it, she ended up with a tattoo that reads, barbecue grill finger. <laughs> so for many, this was the last straw. Here's a tweet that somebody put out, which Seventeen had to include in this article. I've supported Ariana in the past, but between her continual use of Japanese culture as an accessory in this part of her career and brown-faced tan, I'm wary of supporting her now. Citing claims that Ariana appropriated African-American culture as well. Brown-faced tan, that's a new one on me. You get a tan and you're appropriating someone's culture, it's pretty
0: natural that you get a tan when you're out in the sun. Yeah, I, and I I feel like that's not Japanese culture that you're stealing at that point.
1: No, no, they're, they're specifically citing African-American culture as well.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's silly. So you would think that when you get the tattoo that says barbecue grill and you have as much money as she does, you don't go get it touched up. You just have the fucking thing removed and then start from scratch. Oh,
1: she explains.
0: Okay. She
1: explains in a, uh, that's a so number that's so interesting to me
0: that a tattoo that people would consider that cultural appropriation because like because like, what about all those fucking assholes that used to walk around with like the tribal symbols
1: that's, a, that's probably cultural appropriation in 2020 in a series of now deleted tweets she went out of her way to fix the tattoo with the help of a Japanese tutor I can't read or write kan- kanji obviously she said what do you want me to do it was done out of love and appreciation what do you want me to say You know, how many people make this appreciation
0: for your own fucking song?
1: How many people make this mistake and don't care just because they like how it looks? Bruh, I care so much. What would you like me to do or say for real? There is a difference between appropriation and appreciation. My Japanese fans were always excited when I wrote in Japanese or wore Japanese sayings on my clothing. However, all of the merch with Japanese on it was taken down from my site. Not that anyone cared to notice. This is her apology, by the way. It's not not really an apology. (laughs) Little snarky. Yeah, and as stated, the apparel featuring Japanese characters has been removed from her site. This is a woman who actually appreciates Japanese culture, was using the Japanese language and different icons on her merchandise, and was shamed out of it. Now, this is not the part that I think is creepy, Benny.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, because none of that is creepy. You might have
1: noticed that I'm not really making an argument for that. The part that I think is creepy... Is this fucking song Seven Rings? Listen to this song.
0: I want it. And seven and feminine. I see
1: it, I like it. Obviously. Just those lyrics alone are so uh-huh. fucking uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Like, look at how I'm amazing. Everything I have is amazing. Go fuck yourself. But then the worst part is after that chorus, which is by the way, a chorus, she just rips off someone else's song. Just my favorite things. She's yeah. not even writing music. that You can't just steal someone else's melody and call it your new song.
0: Andy Williams is turning over in his grave. That's fucking bullshit. So this Ariana Grande boner.
1: Uh, so for those reasons, I say vote for Carlos Ariana Mencia, Grande,
0: the phony Mexican.
1: Ariana Grande, and a vote for Ariana Grande is also a vote for Jar Jar banks
0: Don't don't know. <laughs> vote
1: for no. Ariana. No. Jar Jar no. Jar. no. No. Yes. Yeah, it's not so, fair that you got Carlos Mencia. And I told you that shit. When, when that was picked, and you wrote, I'm taking Carlos Mencia. I said, that's fucking bullshit. I you called know. it.
0: <laughs> it was the first person that popped into my I, brain. God, it's a good one. It's a good one. I would have done Elvis if I were you. Yeah, you're right. I should have. Yeah. Hound Dog was totally stolen from a black lady. Big Ma Thorson or something like that. All right. So uh, you want to talk about some more creeps? Because I have one who left us a voicemail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. There you go.
2: Hey, it's sick. Uh, I recently saw a picture of Vinny. I uh, honestly imagined him looking like a personified version of spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, <laughs> but like the kind of meatballs where the girl who made them would thinks fat is flavor. So like you get in the middle of the meatball and just like a pocket of, uh, of fat just spills out onto the rest of it.
1: It's lard. Yeah.
2: Um, but he just looked like uh, Andy Ricker's fatter brother Yeah. With a smaller face That's and pretty receding good. hairline. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm out of breath. My roommate has COVID. Good. Hopefully I'll die yep. and or spread it to uh, fucking Vinny so he'll die <laughs> because his lungs are too big. Well, no, his body's too big for his lungs to support anything else. Uh, go fuck yourself.
1: Vinny would certainly die of from COVID nineteen. That would, would not be go good for him.
0: It would not be good. I spoke
1: with uh, Vic twice over this past week on Saturday and on Sunday. Oh, she you. told me that she she did get COVID, although she hadn't gotten a test yet. But she said that she had diarrhea. Is that something you get from COVID?
0: No, it's something you get from Panera. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think she was tasting the soup a little too much. Yeah, with her fucking fat fingers. Vic, I don't know why Vic has such a problem with me. Vic is getting funnier. I don't know if that's true. You're getting
1: less funny and she's getting funnier.
0: I'm getting less funny? Yes,
1: I'm watching this happen. There's going to be an intersection at some point. And then it's going to be the creep off with Carl and Vic, I have a feeling. I created the show. (laughs) The whole game was my
0: idea. I can recreate that website. It doesn't look that hard. Oh, my God. The (laughs) fucking website. Burn it down. Um, I'm going to buy the thecreepoff.com. You motherfucker. (laughs) Listen, I think you should do an episode with Vic. No,
1: I'm just kidding. (laughs) Please don't do that to me. You'd rather die, too. Hey, I got a voicemail. You do? Yeah, an Australian called in. Okay. And uh, for some reason called uh, WATP's voicemail line, but it's for you.
2: Speaking sounds fat and ugly. Sorry, Vinny. You need to be more funny. Uh, I mean, I know you. I know you do gigs in car parks full of people in their cars. But come on, fatty, it's just stop it said fat, fat. You're fat, 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 fat. You're fat.
0: Any response? Well, that didn't lose anything in translation, did it? <laughs> uh, and first off, sir, I don't do shows in car parks unless I have to spin the fucking wheel. What am I, Tammy Pescatelli? <laughs> we should
1: tell that story before What we do end. you
0: think I am? I'm- That's amazing. Yeah, that was funny. Fuck all you. Um, yeah, I got yelled at over Tammy this week. She got what- very upset because one of you little tattletales on the Twitter decided to give her shit from last week's episode, and yeah. I had to hear all about it.
1: I talked about this on the bonus episode of W-T-P- WATP, but I feel like I should say this again. When I was on the show last week and playing the Tammy Pescatelli uh, drops from Opie's show, and I said I was going to send them to Market Bolito, and she's burning bridges, I wasn't actually going to do that. Cause of I course don't. not. I don't actually care that much. None of we us the, care. We're going to get people in trouble. I don't give a shit. But apparently... She was freaked out and thought that that must have happened because she not only called Mark to apologize, but she had to track down Vinny's number and apologize to Vinny. She as never well. called me. She
0: never called oh. me. She got my number, though, from oh, somebody
1: else. She didn't call you? No. Oh. Never heard a word from her. Well, then maybe we should tell on her. Naughty. So you got called into the principal's office.
0: No, I actually went in and played what we said to Mark. Yeah. And he laughed when you. He- I didn't say that. No, I got to cut that out. I can't. I can't put that <laughs> but awesome. he left. He thought it was funny. And good. he's like, yeah, okay. And then we were all good. So it was just a real pain in the ass this week.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I put you in a situation. No one cares. We should probably stop fucking with the comedians who come to this establishment. Yeah, let's not.
0: Let's not I might that. not be able to tell you any more fun stories about them if you keep up that type of behavior. Good point. All right. I will stop. Hey, um,
1: there's a listener named Matthew Montgomery. Is that name ring a bell to you? No. Yeah, well, Matthew Montgomery, apparently you called him up. I think it was late at night, maybe you were a little bit drunk, and you were talking to him and he he recorded a little bit of it. He, you said this to
0: him. Let's see that dick.
1: And I just thought that that was really inappropriate, Vinny. What
0: Let's see f- that dick.
1: <laughs> what is that? Let's see that from? dick. Uh, that's an ISO. You were talking about a priest or something. and you oh. do <laughs>
0: Let's see that dick.
1: And Matthew made an ISO of for me so I can just play it at inappropriate times throughout the show. Thank
0: you, Matthew. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good drop. <laughs> I, like, I it. like it, too. You ready for a scum parade, Carl? Let's go
1: to the scum parade. Well, in the middle of the night
2: and the early morning light, you can see these are creeps from miles away. They'll be banging their kids and banging thing, driving up a crisp, crisp.
1: I should tighten that up.
0: Yeah, maybe just a little. Every
1: time I hear that, I'm like, oh, I could, I could do a better job with that.
0: <laughs> you don't say. Are you talking about with your backing vocals? Or are you just <laughs> talking about how you uh, edited the end? Okay, There's a
1: few things I could do to fix that a
0: little bit. We're starting the scum parade in Oregon. Jonathan Lopez. Yeah. Who is a Latino? I believe he is of Mexican descent, unlike Carlos Mencia. He was a recent candidate for Umatilla County Commissioner claimed he discovered a hate-filled message in his mailbox on June 23rd, the East Oregonian reported. On his now-deleted Facebook account, he shared a photo of the letter which said that Lopez and other, quote, Mexicans were not welcome here. Don't waste your time trying to become anything in this county. We will make sure you never win and your family suffers along with the other fucking Mexicans in the area, end quote. Take that, you beaner. Take that, you beaner. (laughs) You don't run for no county executive around here. (laughs) Yeah, the uh, very conservative state of Oregon is not going to have it. Not going to have it. Uh, But when authorities followed up with Lopez about the alleged incident, (laughs) apparently he broke pretty quick. Yeah, He confessed to writing the letter himself. The cops said, our investigation has shown that Mr. Lopez wrote the letter himself and made false statements to the police and on social media. Uh, The end result is a verbal and written admission by Mr. Lopez that the letter was fabricated. Uh, police Chief Edmondson said the case would be forwarded to the county's district attorney's office for review of charges for initiating a false report. Oh, I know. So, so it's not bad enough that you made this phony fucking fake letter to get sympathy, but you had to file a police report to make it a crime, you dipshit. And he says, I wasn't going to file a police report. Oh, no, I was just going to try to garner sympathy so I could win political power. What's the big deal? I don't understand. Why, why is everyone upset? What's going on? Did I mention that he uh, lost his uh, election, the primary election for a seat back in May. And he said, I never meant to file a report. It just kind of spiraled out of control. He hey, told the newspaper. Go
1: back to what he re- how he responded say to Mexico. that alleged note. In that article, he tried to be the bigger person.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't have it pulled up in oh, front of okay. me. Oh, he wrote, Lopez wrote in this quote that he, quote, holds no resentment yeah. for whoever wrote this. Of course he doesn't. It, it,
1: that's the funniest part. That not only did he write the note to himself, but he also wrote the note back. It's like a teenage girl who's dating a boy at another school. He
0: ended it writing with writing
1: herself love letters.
0: He ended it with, I'm just simply heartbroken for the lack of knowledge, education, and respect missing, he said. I pray for you and wish you prosperity in your life. It's funny. All things that's really funny when you look back and realize he's writing it to himself. Yeah, but- it's, all,
1: it's all cosplay.
0: He's just, <sighs> he's just pretending to be doing this. Man, people who run for politics really are head cases, I think.
1: Well, I mean, it does reek of Jussie Smollett, too. I mean, There's not just people who run for office doing sure. this type of thing.
0: Sure. But uh, either way, naughty, naughty, Mr. The Lopez. Fucking, what a fucking idiot. All right. This story made me kind of sad. This happened down in, I believe, Tennessee. Responding to a a 3AM 911 call about shots being fired, cops found a 26-year-old female gunshot victim lying in a ditch across from Garfield County home owned by Alexander Feaster. The victim, cops say, was at a party across from Feaster's property when she accepted a challenge from one of the other partygoers. The challenge was to swipe one of the two swastika flags attached to the exterior of Mr. Feaster's home. So this guy has a bunch of Nazi flags just on the outside of his house. Neighbors across the street are having a party. They're drinking a little bit, and this lady decides, I'm going to go try to steal one of them. Well, little did she expect to know that by the time she had her back to the house and was going up the driveway, Feaster would have already had his rifle in hand and shot her. She suffered multiple gunshot wounds, but is expected to recover. Feaster was arrested and charged with assault and battery with a deadly weapon and shooting with the intent to kill both felonies. He's locked up in the county jail in lieu of $500,000 bond.
1: Vinny, this is not even a story in my book. Would you report on a child for laughing or a bird for singing or a Nazi for shooting a girl at her back? Like, that's just what they do. I thought oh, Nazis shot
0: themselves in the heads while they were in their bunkers. That's what I thought they did.
1: Hey, just a tip by the way for all the Nazis out there, because this guy has a Gab account where he's got the swastika proudly displayed. It's on his at his house. Uh, your reputation is beyond repair at this point. Hide the fact
0: that you're a Nazi. You're not bringing it back.
1: Right. Keep, keep that shit on the D L. It's not a good idea. By the way, I love in the article too. They talk about his 1,200 square foot home. Oh yeah. Because i are just taking a shot at the guy, right? I've been i lived in apartments bigger than that. Yeah. That is a tiny the studio
0: house. is about the size of it. Yes.
1: That is a that is a tiny. I don't even you know how
0: you have room for two flags on that house.
1: Seriously, I think the house is mostly swastika. They
0: also mentioned that his wife left him after sixteen months. Yeah. His yeah. second wife. Yeah, his second wife left him after sixteen months.
1: Seems like uh such a fun guy. I'm surprised it's not working out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Maybe he'll meet someone nice. So <laughs> Let's head down to Florida, shall we? We'll continue to go south. Florida man Stephen Shields deliberately drove his vehicle through the doors of the Queen of Peace Catholic Church in Ocala, Florida, at 7.30 a.m. Saturday morning as the congregation prepared for mass. He then got out of the car, poured gasoline around the foyer, and set it on fire before backing the car out and driving off.
1: By the way, I just wrote down, this level of evil is almost cartoon-like. I was waiting to hear that just prior to that, he tied up a damsel in distress to the railroad tracks. Right. This is fucking
0: insane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it really legitimately is insane. Uh, Deputy uh, Gonzalez spotted Mr. Shield's vehicle and gave chase. He had to ram it with his patrol car. According to a statement by the sheriff's office, there were no injuries reported at the church. The fire was extinguished. Though the, there was extensive damage to the building, uh, Mr. Shields has been charged with attempted second-degree murder, arson to a structure, uh, and a structure believed to be occupied, burglary of an occupied structure, using a motor vehicle, felony fleeing. He is also being held without bond. His motive is unclear, but uh, he did tell deputies that his, he is schizophrenic and off his medication. Yeah, he was on a mission. He was on a mission. That is correct. (laughs) I liked it in his mugshot. He's like the worst blues brother. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) I liked it in his mugshot. He's got one of those masks that's pulled down under his chin. He's not a monster, Benny. He's not trying to spread COVID-19. Yeah, well, that's good.
0: (laughs) I thought that was so funny. Like, that's the precaution this guy's taking? He was going to start the fire and cough on it in hopes that it would (laughs) spread it more drove into a church jumped out of his
1: car poured out pulled out gasoline and started dousing the church i would love to see that scene quentin tarantino if you could recreate that that's fucking awesome
0: this dude is uh definitely definitely metal i would call this guy metal <laughs> yeah uh all right so uh let's head up to kenner pennsylvania shall we all right all right according to court records 39 year old patrick bowden was arrested Monday on two simple battery of the infirmed charges. Mm. Now, for those of you who don't know what the word infirmed means, it's pretty much what Vic is right now with COVID. <laughs> okay. The charges stem from two videos provided to Kenner police by the family who Bowden worked for. Bowden was a caregiver, you see, to a, tw- to a couple's 26-year-old son who has cerebral palsy. The kid couldn't speak, could barely move, couldn't do much of anything, basically bedridden. The mother... Valerie Williams said she and her husband, Jeffrey, became suspicious when their son's arm was swollen after Bowdoin's shift. They brought their son to the doctor and discovered that his arm was broken. Now, here's why the parents are the fucking creeps here. Yes. Thank you. Oh, are you kidding me? You think they're getting off easy? This guy, this monster was left to his own devices, even though the couple had a nanny camera in the room. For the entire time that this guy worked there. And they had not watched the video for at least six months. Yeah, this was going on for six months. From September through
1: February, there had been a broken arm, a broken leg, a broken
0: wrist. And they finally fucking discovered this, even though there was camera, there was footage of all of this activity? Valerie Williams watched the most recent recordings and saw Bowden hit her son repeatedly, pick him up by his neck, and grab his nose and try to suffocate him. This guy can't talk. He can't do anything. He's bedridden. Yeah, but horrible. Hold on a second, Vinny.
1: I want to know, what did this guy do to deserve this? He sounds like a real asshole. If you want to kick this guy's ass
0: every time you come over to care for him, he must must be doing something. I keep asking what time it is. He just ignores me. (laughs) Yeah, what a fucking dick. So Valerie Williams uh, said she immediately sent two videos to the Kenner police, which resulted in two misdemeanor charges. Now she's doing what she should have been doing the whole fucking time and watching the video and combing through months of footage. And uh, since she's been doing this, she gave them another 20 videos. So more, more charges are likely coming to Mr. Bowden. Uh, Valerie Williams said her family is heartbroken and she urges other families not to let their guard down when someone is alone with their child who could be vulnerable to abuse. Yeah. Anyone who what can't talk- What a fucking talk. expert.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Thank you. Thanks for that. I would have figured that out without you. Anyone who can't talk, uh, that's probably someone who could possibly be vulnerable. Correct. By the way, and I didn't read the same article as you, I don't think, because you had a lot more details And yeah, I Yeah, I, I,
0: I, I researched a little.
1: Okay sexual assault charges were in there too and i didn't see what that was and they, he like, there's
0: nothing about that anywhere they yeah. said that there was but i have found there was nothing about that he anywhere must have
1: else. he must have like posed with his penis in his mouth or something i was just taking <laughs> <like> some selfies because <laughs> you know he was having a little bit of fun with it too because that didn't make any sense like beat the shit out of him. that's like sexual assault wait what
0: uh and then here's the final quote from this cunt of a mother valerie williams said But if your child can't physically talk to you, please put a camera in the room. Put a camera in the bathroom.
1: And watch it! (laughs) Step two! Watch the video footage! What's the point of having the camera? We'll get to it. We'll get this my Netflix queue is so full.
0: It's gonna be a while, but we'll get to it. Put a camera in the bathroom. Put a camera anywhere where the person can be alone with your child because, quote, this man was physically beating on our child while we slept in our bedroom.
1: Put a camera in the bathroom? You want to create more creeps? That's a terrible idea. You don't need cameras in the bathroom. You
0: got to have two underneath the bowl, one above it. I just want to point this out. She, because this man was physically beating on our child while we slept in our bedroom. Yeah,
1: what kind of caregivers there overnight? Or are they just taking a, a daytime nap? What, what are they
0: talking about? These people suck. These people suck. They're fucking everything about these people <laughs> suck. That's a good point. Ugh, you're, fuck you, Valerie. I'm glad that this guy's in prison because he's obviously a scumbag and deserves to go away. But what the fuck are you doing not watching out for your property?
1: Yeah, you know what? If Vinny, Vinny had been there, he would have said something.
0: Let's see that dick. Sex crime. <laughs> Vinny Polito, SVU. All right, I guess uh, that's the end of the show. Yeah, I think that,
1: that probably pretty much does it. Don't forget to go to the creep-off. Dot com.
0: Ariana Grande likes Japanese dolls. Vote. Carlos Mencia pretended to be a different race and made $20 million.
1: Vote for Carl because sometimes the criteria is who would you rather fuck? You know, sometimes it's who's the bigger creep, sometimes it's who would you rather fuck.
0: That's not what it is this week. I don't know.
1: Who is the biggest creep? Listen, vote for Carl because Vinny cheated this week. I totally had him. Did and not then he cheat cheated it's at not the last cheating. minute. And started texting
0: friends it's a minute cheating. before we
1: came on air.
0: <laughs>
1: bullshit.
0: All right, get this going. Hey, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Ga-gi-ya. She's a stuttering John this week.
1: Did you hear my update on stuttering John? Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. Holy shit.
0: Time Life presents cuts, the Creep-Off. <laughs> the you'll, Creep-Off Music Collection.
1: You'll hear all your favorites like...
0: Anally raping children.
1: And who could forget Nick Bates' disgust for vaginas. I freaking hate vaginas. It's all the songs you love and even... Some are honest and some deranged stories that are very
2: strange.
0: That'll be the end. Love it.